John O'Bin and Sharon. It is the edge on a Wednesday afternoon. $1,000 to give away in an hour's time on the program. Okay, so uh, you may have heard of uh, an up-and-coming artist by the name of Beyonce. I have. She's making her way through the year. She's making her way up the ladder. She's doing okay. Yeah. uh, We have one of her personal friends on the phone with us on this radio show. Yes. Uh, Also on the show today, Susie Cato. Remember her from everyone's childhood. She's on Dancing with the Stars. She joins us in the studio after five. She was like my mother who never fed or clothed me. Yes, yeah. But I felt she did more mothering than my actual mother. <laughs> uh, uh, but next, uh, Jono, you want to talk about what you saw someone doing on the motorway last night in their car? It, it was incredible. I haven't even put this on the notes because right. I want you to. Get, I want to get your initial reaction. All right, we'll get to that next. It's a big show. It is the Edge. John Ben and Sharon, the Edge. Okay, so I'm driving home last night. Traffic is slow. It's crawling. Right. And you know when you're surrounded by other cars going very slowly, you don't really have to concentrate on driving. Sometimes oh, I, take we my, should. I take my hands off the steering wheel we if I'm so slow. You can get your texts done, clear some emails. No, it's not not how it works. No, but I, I like to look around. Who's in your surroundings, you know? Right. Why Who don't else? you just concentrate on the road? I mean, obviously you should be aware of what's going on around you, but... Mm. So I look to my right. There is a lady, I'm going to say, mid to, mid, mid to late 20s. Right. She's sitting in her Vida Polo Golf, Okay. You know right. those cars. Right. Only yeah. only very pretty and handsome people drive V-dubs, don't right, they? Right, So she's sitting there. She is eating her dinner on a plate with a knife and fork <laughs> while driving. Really? It looked like enchiladas and some <laughs> vegetables as well. Something was, you probably shouldn't be eating while driving. It was on her lap. But then she was also driving with her knees while she was using the oh. knife and fork with both hands. Oh, it was multitask. It was the definition of multitask. Forget about that movie with Hugh Jackman. That that, that lady should be in that suit. Well, you mean the greatest showman? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I just witnessed the greatest showman <laughs> on the Southern Motorway. <laughs> it was mind blowing. I was like, I, I want to keep following this lady and see what she's got on the plate for dessert. <laughs> this is a three course meal. You missed the entree part, but you, you'll see the the main course and dessert. Yeah, I'm sure. Like she was, she was clearly in a rush for something but not that much in a rush that she also had time to prepare a meal on a plate, get knives and forks and eat it. Like, Well, she must have been like, I've got to go. I've just got to take my food with me. And maybe she was midway through her meal at her house. Very risky move, though. <laughs> risky move. No. I, I laughed. I, yeah. I was like, this is great. <laughs> I wish I was better with technology because I could have filmed it and it would be a viral sensation today. <laughs> now I have to tell you about it. It's That's nowhere near as good. <laughs> yeah. So I want to open up this car confessionals. You know, what have you seen while driving a car? Maybe what have you managed to do while in, inside a car? I spoke uh, about a couple of weeks ago g- going up north just out of Whangarei and there was a guy on the side of the road parked up, all four doors open, boot open, amplifier in the back of his car, mm. connected to an electric guitar and he was just wailing out some tunes on an electric guitar on the side of the road looking up to the hill. Great car confessional. Yeah. I would have thought your first car confessional would be that you're literally driving a Nana's <laughs> car at the moment. You well, bought a car off a Nana. It's a little red Kia. Yeah, it's smart. One careful elderly owner. That's <laughs> true. It's true. It's only done like 20,000 20, Ks too. I like it every time I bring it up you're like, it's a long story. It's, like, it's not a long story. <laughs> it's a long story. It's a long story why I'm driving in the car of a Nana, but I am driving a it's Nana It's a car. literal Nana's car. <laughs> it is Nana's the car. lady who owned it before him is 89 years old. <laughs> yeah. She can no longer drive, sadly, so now the car isn't mine. So, so you took advantage of the glaucoma. No, 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 she needed to, no, she needed to, get to sell on the car. So, you know, like I went in, you know, and helped someone out.
<laughs> and maybe got it for a steal. <laughs> no, no. Because <laughs> she couldn't see, thanks to her vision, how much you were paying her. <laughs> anyway, that was Ben's car confessional. He ripped off an innocent elderly <laughs> no, lady. No, didn't. No, oh, he didn't. I the edge is the phone number. 3343 on the text. Your car confessional. What have you done in a car? What have you seen in a car? The floor is yours, J-Dog. Hey, um, so my friend and I were in a rush from Waiuku up to North Auckland and we were doing a fun run event and she plaited her hair while driving. That is it. What, driving with her knees? Yes, driving with oh, her knees across geez. the Harbour Bridge while plaiting her hair. Wow. It's a part of me is impressed, but a whole lot of me is not impressed. I'm impressed because well. I don't even have hair to plait. <laughs> That's good. No, she did a very impressive job. You know the ironic thing about fun runs is they're never fun. <laughs> Those two words don't really go together, eh? Fun and yeah. no. It's like a fun exam, and there's something else. You're like, well, that's those two things don't go together. Chantel's with us on 08. Uh, sorry, Chanel's with us on 0800 The Edge. Uh, car confessionals. What have you done in a car? What have you seen in a car, Chanel? Okay, so um, I was my me and my partner were driving, and um, he was peeling the mandarin while driving. And then he said, can you hold the, like, steer the wheel while I peel my mandarin? Oh, jeez. I was like, yeah, yeah, sweet as. And we were driving, and then we went around to quite, like, a sharp corner. And then we lost control, and we hit um, the curb and then completely blew the tyre. And then we had to drive home with the blown tyre. And then it was, like, smoking, and all these people were pointing at us. And then we had to get a tow truck. Get a new tyre. See, this is why you don't do yeah. these things. But, I mean, you're also... It's, the, the authorities are also telling us to get our five plus a day. <laughs> so it's, yeah, but you're not while driving. I'm torn. I've got to <laughs> no, get my veg, fruit and veggie no, in. No. I've also got to drive yeah, somewhere. Sort of a long time at work and stuff. You can stop on the side of the road, enjoy that sort of thing. Sarah, good to have you with us on 0800 The Edge. Car confessionals. What have you seen, buddy? Uh, I drive a truck for a living, mm. and there's not much I haven't seen. Everything from picking their nose and eating it, putting on makeup, um, half-naked people, um, people touching themselves in their vehicles, um, people having sex. Yeah, just, you name it. You sound like you've just driven past Ben every day of the week. <laughs> oh, that was him. Sorry. That was him. <laughs> Me to intrude. Picking his nose, putting on makeup, half clothes, That's not having that. intercourse. <laughs> He's a roller coaster to ride with. <laughs> I also carpool with a lot of people as well, so it's quite awkward. But no, that's the thing. Like In your car, you feel like everything's so private. You do, for some reason. It's not, because you're right. Other people are driving trucks and other things. They can see everything. God, I'm just thinking about all the grim things I've done in my car. Thank God. Thank you very much, Sarah. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Everyone is raving about Beyonce at Coachella. I said it was like the greatest show of all time. And there was a Kiwi who was a massive part of that show. And he mm. joins us on the phone right now from LA. His name is Lance Savali. He's a dancer for Beyonce and more. How's it going, bro? How's it going, man? I've got a day off today, so I'm just chilling. Can, Can I just pull yeah, you up, Ben? Yeah, I was going to pull myself up there. Because I was trying to sound cool. I've never started an interview with How's It Going, Bro? And I did that then. And I tried to sound cool. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, oh, that's, that's so not cool. I'm sorry, I was going to say it was a little weird. But yeah, it was, it was, you sorry. think it was weird? It was weird to watch. Nah. I was here in the flesh, Lance. Nah, I was just joking. Anyway, anyway. I'm sorry, Lance. Bad start, bad start. Have, no, have another go. Have another go. How's it going, Lance? Is that better? Is that better? Yeah. yeah. 
that's better. Uh, <laughs> hey, Lars, incredible tale yours. Uh, you tell us, you're dancing for Beyonce now, but it's been uh, such an amazing road to get to this point for you. So before we start trying to get the filth on Beyonce, uh, tell, us how you, tell us how you've ended up in the States. Oh, man, uh, yeah, it was a crazy story. Maybe the end of 2014, um, I flew over to audition for Chris Brown for his, for his tour. And um, I didn't have a visa. And long story short, came over here, slept on my friend's couch, went to the audition with like 2,000 other dudes and was blessed enough to book it. And then uh, they asked me for my visa and I was like, oh, yeah, just waiting to get stamped in my passport. Hadn't even started. Got, got all the lawyer. It was just all perfect timing. And then I just stayed ever since and was lucky enough to be able to keep working ever since. Is, well, now, is now the time that we tell you this is just an elaborate ploy <laughs> from the U.S. Immigration Authority to get you? <laughs> I know. <laughs> we got him, guys. We got him. <laughs> we got him. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I, so you dance for these people. You dance for the Chris Browns of the world, the Jennifer Lopez's of the world. Yep. So what is your interaction with them? Like, you, you yeah, must like be- Beyonce, for example who you've just performed with. What do you, what do you say to her? Yeah. Do you get to talk to her? Do you get to rehearse with her? Like, with her campus, a little bit different. It's pretty intense, like, with her security and stuff. So the only time where we get to conversate with her is when we're right next to her sorting out formations and stuff. But other than that, she's so busy uh, figuring out her lighting, her dress, the sound, everything else, like all the other variables. So in this process, not so much, but with the others, definitely more intimate. But definitely got to talk to her and, I mean, yeah, it was, it's been great, but yeah, this one is a little bit more different. If you just joined us, we're talking to Lance Savali. He danced yeah. with Beyonce and Coachella over the weekend. Um, Lance, what advice can you give to a couple of white Kiwi guys who can't dance? Is there one move that you can give us <laughs> when we hit the dance floor that we kind of look like we know what we're doing? Yeah, use those two feet walk to the bar and stay there. Yeah, and that's the Kiwi way. The awkward, the awkward yeah. guys in a group at the bar with their arms folded, too scared to dance yeah. with the girls. Yeah, just don't move. That's it, and you'll don't, be good. Don't move. Don't. <laughs> I think that's great advice for us, don't move. So you meet these celebrities, you, well, you work with these celebrities. Are you starstruck? Yeah. And does that starstruckness... That's an actual word. Does that wear off? <laughs> I think when I mean when I first saw Chris Brown, I was like, I was definitely holy, holy crap, like that's Chris Brown. But after working with that, like it becomes it's our job, so we need to know how to how to act around the artists that we're working for in order for them to feel comfortable. So it just becomes a normality. Mm. I sympathise uh, hanging around celebrities. I mean, on any given day, I'm like, oh. Look, there's the Briscoes lady. Oh, there's Lily from Big Safe Furniture. I'm, bu- I'm bumping into all the Kiwi big players too, mate. <laughs> nah, it's, a, it's about being from where, like, you know, New Zealanders, we're kind of chill. So, you know, it just comes with our culture as well. We're not so like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's yeah, kinda, yeah, it's sort of, it's cool. Generally, what a New Zealander does if they see a famous person, I mean, I know I do it. I'm like, oh, my God, look, it's Beyonce over there. And that's it. Don't you say just, anything to don't, them. Don't do anything. Just, don't do yeah. just exactly. Or when yeah. you're walking away, you go Beyonce, yeah. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> no, they turn over, but don't actually go talk to them. <laughs> hey, do you, you don't have to name names. You don't have to name names, but you would have spent a lot yep. of time backstage uh, at you know these huge megastars uh, dressing rooms and stuff. Who has got the craziest backstage yep. demands, or what? What is the craziest backstage demand you've seen? Every artist, like their room. 
it's going to be done up in a nice way. They'll put they'll put like nice curtains up just so it's not just like a changing room. Gotcha. It's actually like a, a nice room with couches. Nice curtains. Like... Surely you got something better than nice curtains. <laughs> Beyonce, here we go. We got you some nice curtains. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that was yeah, that was a poor example. <laughs> some of them have nice curtains. <laughs> Okay, okay, Lance. A quick yeah. thing I want to do with you now. You've got a lot of you've got a lot of ink. You got a lot of yep. tattoos. Uh, Jono's got a lot yep, of tattoos yep. as well. Um, we can't really do a dance off with you on the phone, but I thought we'd do a tattoo off. I'll name one of Jono's tattoos. You name one of yours, and we'll see who okay. wins at the end. All right. All right. Okay. Got, got Lance Savali with us, who okay. has just just finished dancing uh, for Beyonce at Coachella uh, over the weekend. Okay. Jono's got a dog with uh, smoking a joint. I think it's a joint or a cigarette with a piece of steak on his head. Okay, I've got a camel on my toe. Oh, that is really good. I want to get that. That's real good. I think I've won already. Drop the mic. He's won. It's game over. over. You're right. Damn. Oh, Oh, damn. Jono. We didn't even get to my panther with wings. (laughs) Hey, Lance, Lance, uh, I I, I really mean this. Congratulations on all your success. You are a bloody inspirational uh, inspirational New Zealander. Is there anything you'd like to say to a young person listening right now who's just getting into dancing and, and looking up to you? Yeah, for sure. Just make sure you remember where we come from. We're only such a small country, but so much to offer. It's important that we need to know how talented we actually are. And just because America seems so big, it actually isn't impossible. Teachers now know that dance can be an actual career because apparently it wasn't when I was in school. So, yeah, just keep making sure you take steps to be where you want to be and surround yourself with good people which New Zealand is full of it so you'll be sweet oh last awesome, those, are, those are really nice words and, and you know they told us radio announcing it's not a real job you'll never succeed and they were right <laughs> but you've done good things yeah well done man uh, thanks, man. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. We want to do one upper stories. That's when we get a story and then we see if you guys can beat that story on 0800 The Edge and the person with the best story at the end wins a prize. Yeah, this is the travel edition. So we usually, we kick things off, we bring a personal story uh, to the show and uh, then if you think you can beat it, as we mentioned, 0800 The Edge is the telephone number. Today about a guy who actually used to work at The Edge, his name Brad, he used to do the night show a couple of years ago. Yeah, well, he was uh, travelling overseas uh, mm. over the last couple of days. And uh, he went into his hotel room and he found something in his hotel room that was like, oh. It's insane that the, the number that were in there and yeah. why they were in there to begin with. He had to end up getting changed out yeah, of his room show. In fact, we, can we get Brad on the phone? He's on the other side of the world it's at the like moment. It's like three in the morning. It's three in the morning. He's, from Scot- he's in Scotland at the moment. We're going to call him. Him on. Producer Dan Doyle, Brad. Live on the radio. He stupidly left his number on the staff directory. Okay. We'll get the exclusive from Brad. I don't want to steal his story. <laughs> I think in this occasion he'd probably be happy if we stole his story. No, listen, we're not we're not ones to plagiarise, Ben. Right. Oh, he's got a lady with him. The number you have dialed is not... Now's not the time. Okay, okay all right, he's fair enough. He's very busy. Okay, okay. Nah. sorry. Sorry. I think that was uh, Arabic for I'm in the middle of a pretty serious lovemaking session right now and don't have time for a radio. But So what happened? As he walked in... To a hotel room. Ben, you take it from here. Yeah. And he discovered in this room that they'd booked him into one, like over 100 frozen chickens. Like full frozen chickens in the room. So they, But they weren't in a freezer. No. They were just sitting in the room, thawing out. Yeah. And he counted them. There was 100. Exactly 100 chickens. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? This is someone that obviously had checked out of their room, but had forgotten to take their 100 frozen, t- frozen chickens. They'd be like... 
Did we get everything? Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure I got everything. Got the passport, got the thing. Oh, what about the 100 frozen chickens we checked in with? Oh. <laughs> I've done it again. I've left them there. So, a very random thing to find in a hotel room. You know what 100 frozen chickens that sounds like? It sounds like a really obscure demand from a pop star or something <laughs> who was staying at the hotel. Well, maybe I was. shall not stay unless there's 100 frozen chickens. And, and they get d- delivered. Now you're like, well, what do I do with these? Okay, what's the strangest? What's the best thing? This is the one-upper stories. Travel stories. Yeah, okay, what's do you think you can, story? Yeah, do you think you can beat 100 frozen chickens that were thawing out inside a hotel room? He couldn't end up staying in the room, obviously. No. He had to get shifted. The 100 chickens had booked that room out earlier. <laughs> I think you've double booked me. <laughs> It's such a weird thing. But then he said he told reception and they weren't phased. They were no. like, oh, we put you in the in the frozen chicken room. In the chicken coop. I'm sorry about that one. We'll get you a new room. Okay, one-upper stories. If you think you can beat that travel story with your travel story, it doesn't have to be about frozen chickens. No, hotel rooms, anything at all. Whatever had to, uh, happened to you overseas, 0800 The Edge is the phone number. A friend of mine, Rebecca, just texted uh, about our mate Tim. He, uh, she went on holiday. Uh, with him, and uh, next door their uh, friends were staying, so they got two rooms adjacent to each other, and it was the door oh, yeah. in between, you know, it yeah, joins yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they were out, their friends were out, so then Tim went through to their room and thought he would make use of the bathroom. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. In a very uh, yeah, yeah. pongy fashion. <laughs> yes. Just a bit of a joke. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then he walked out of the bathroom, and two complete strangers were sitting <laughs> on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> it was the wrong room. <laughs> They'd unlock the door to the wrong room. <laughs> Two very petrified people. Is there someone in there? <laughs> going to the bathroom. That's oh. an amazing story. Ash, you're with us at 0800 The Edge. <laughs> Welcome to One Upper Stories. Good to have you on, Ash. Um, you work in a hotel. Ash? Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, good. You know why she's not answering? Because it's not her real name. (laughs) First rule of not having a real name, always remember what your fake name is. (laughs) Okay, Ash. Hello. Uh, uh, So, hotels, geez, you must have some stories to tell. What's the the craziest thing you've seen in a person's room? Oh, like when they've checked out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, mate, there's been some nasty stuff I've seen. Like, one time, because I was working in the city, so quite often people stay in, like, after a night out sort of thing. And one time I went in to clean the room, and someone had just chundered all over the walls, all through the bed, all over the ceiling. It wasn't fun to clean up, you know? You're the bed, the walls, the ceiling? It was, yeah. I was like, how did you sleep through this? Like, And how did you not, like, at least try and clean that up? Yeah, there was no attempt at all. Like, How do you hit the ceiling? I don't know. I don't know. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Everywhere. Okay. Another question? Yep. Um, what do you do? Okay. You mm-hmm. know, the, 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 I always hear rumours about the, uh, the the sheets on top of the bed. Yep. That they're never washed. If someone checks in for a week, they stay the same for a week. We don't change them while guests are staying. It's only once someone checks out. Oh, so you will change them in between things. Yeah, most of the time. Hopefully. Well, I did, but, yep. Hey, there's some balls that get dropped in the cleaning yeah, game. All right. exactly. If I'm going to try and get a deal, what's the best place to do it? Is it to call up on the phone or go online? I would say go to the hotel, walk in and book. Oh, really? Yep. Not, not look online? Not look- no. I'll go- right. Yep. Do you reckon people on the front desk can possibly get me a better deal than uh, online? I would say so, because usually when you're booking online, there's added rates. 
that they just don't tell you about, so they bump up that price automatically. So you fly to Brisbane a week before, you go into your hotel, yeah. you come home, and then you fly back. And then you fly back. <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised that question came from the tight ass of the show. How do I get him? What he was actually angling for was a free night at your hotel. How do I get a free night? Not, <laughs> not in the Chunder room. <laughs> no, probably not. Okay, apart from Chunder, what is the uh, what's the what's the craziest thing someone's left behind? Narcotics in the fridge. I found uh, in uh, Los Angeles quite a lot of weed in the fridge that someone really? else had left. And then in John Los I, Angeles? So like John, I, every time he's like, oh, hey, you found it. No, but we did. We've been staying in the room for about three or four days, went to clear out the fridge, and quite a lot in the uh, oh. freezer section was in there. I was like, this is unusual. Interesting. <laughs> yes, mm, very, yeah. unusual. very unusual. <laughs> it very unusual, Ben. No, John. What was left in your fridge, Ash, at the hotel? Apart from narcotics? Well, no, what were the narcotics? Oh, it was weed. Oh, really? Okay, well, Why yeah. is everyone refrigerating their weed? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, why would it be in the fridge of all places? Yeah. You know? I like my weed icy cool. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. Apparently. <laughs> cool refrigerated temperature. Hey, lovely talk with you, Ash. Thanks, guys. You have a wonderful day. You too. All See ya. Right, there you go, the one-upper story. That's interesting talking to someone from a hotel. Yeah. Isn't it? Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Dancing with the Stars coming soon to three are the last announcements for who are the contestants were today. And one of them joins us with us and joins us in the studio right now, Susie Kato. How's Hello. it going? I'm really good. I'm a little bit tired and that's why I'm sitting all the way over here, a little bit smelly. I've just come from the studio. You said you were smelly. I yeah. hugged you. You smell like liniment. You oh, smell really? amazing. <laughs> you smell like a rugby changing room. It smells great. <laughs> so how long have you been dancing for, like as far as uh, the rehearsals go for this? Or the oh, just pr- for the last couple of weeks. Right. So it's pretty intense and... And a lot of us are dancing in one big block during the day. I'm doing it in two blocks. My dance partner works full-time, and I still want to be able to spend some time with the kids. So um, I go in for an hour and a half in the afternoon, and then I'm back there at 8 o'clock at night. Grueling schedule. Yeah. Grueling oh, schedule. Yeah, and you, hard taskmaster, man. Do you know, uh, this is without a word of a lie, uh, your name got announced today, mm. and it was the biggest reaction out of all yeah. of the people who have been announced. I know. Everyone, Crazy. like, you know, from their childhoods and seeing you on telly for oh. so many years, it's just been like, Susie Kate has been yeah, dancing. It's blown me out of the water. The, the responses have been so positive. Mm. I just feel so, so lucky. Well, it's because you, yeah. you know, I watched you growing up yeah. and it, it felt like you were my mother. In fact, you did more mothering than my mother. <laughs> and that's probably the same feeling as everyone else. I'm going to check behind your ears before I go. Yeah, do. Can we sing a song? Well, yes, which one would you like? It's our time to it's our time, a special time today. It's our time. Did you meet together? It's time to say hello, g'day, get to pay a quick. It's our time. Gee, you're so good at that. You're so good at that. You must have people coming up to you going, Gee, you played such a huge part of my childhood. I do. Yeah, yeah, which has been absolutely wonderful. And to know that that program was so enjoyed. Because it still <laughs> plays on some on some channels. No, no, it hasn't. Well, I've actually got it on my YouTube channel. I've got some You and Me. I've got some Susie's World. I've got mm. a whole lot of new stuff with, with local kids. Um, and I've also got a new song out, so I'm going to drop a oh, Drop a new oh, single. Drop some, drop some beats Are you going to drop a single? <laughs> Can you drop your single yeah, on yeah, our show? It goes, sprinkle a little sunshine over you. Sprinkle a little yellow on your blue. Sprinkle a little sunshine on your day and pretty soon things will go your way. So I sing wow. that with Kath B and it's um, all over the place. Well, it's on where kids would hear it. Maybe not here, but they, they 
didn't hear it. You heard it here first. Susie Cato dropping her single, number one for new music, The Edge. DJ Khaled. It's going to be a hit. All the hits, all the time, The Edge, baby. I was really surprised that Cardi B doesn't wear a Cardi. It's like, she could catch a cold, Susie, should she? Exactly. Cardi B doesn't wear a Cardi. Some of the clothes she does wear, she should be wearing a Cardi. Exactly. Exactly, Susie. Now, Sharon, who we usually do the show with, she's actually hosting Dancing with the Stars. She's away on maternity leave at the moment. And uh, she asked us to ask you, yeah. how do you keep your skin looking so vibrant and youthful? I, you I, have not aged in 30 <laughs> years, Susie Cato. <laughs> You're like I, Pharrell. Oh, yay. I was like, um, There's no real secret? There's no oh, real no. secret? Do you lead a healthy lifestyle? Um, within reason. Everything in moderation, mm. including moderation. So I mean, okay. look at me. I look about 30 years older than you. Have you lived a harder life? Oh, I'm just yeah. a shocker, mate. <laughs> we've, we've talked many times about Jotto's um, his, his yeah. eating habits. and yeah. Listen, But we're not here to talk about me and how <laughs> okay. I'm probably going to die next week from a heart attack. Lots of water. Is water the Definitely. key? Water. Right. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Yeah. I want to play a game of the most Googled, the Googled, most Googled things about Susie Cato, oh, and we'll get you to answer them. Susie Cato, see you later lyrics. Yes. Can you give us those? Yeah, and when it's time to say goodbye, definitely. Okay. <laughs> well, you don't you don't do it now. Oh no no no. Can we do so it when you when, at the end of the interview? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. not now. We don't, we don't do a free one. <laughs> we don't even we don't even wrap it up when it's not time to go. <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> hey, Susie Cato's husband. Oh really? Okay. Love him. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Love him, love him, love him. <laughs> I, I feel like you've gone yeah. quite deep here. Healthy relationship, bro. <laughs> 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 you trying to be the new Oprah? <laughs> okay, Susie Cato, twenty eighteen. And I'll answer this question. Looking amazing, about to kill it on the dance floor. Oh, yeah. thank you. Well, we're very excited to see you on Dancing with the Stars. I'm sure you'll be amazing. So thank you for hanging out oh, with us. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Okay, do I do it? Oh, you're doing it for me. Oh, no, I'm not going to do it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a very got... lo-fi version of your song <laughs> okay. that we want to get you to sing. So we'd like to say, see you, see you later, Susie. That's where you come in. Okay. Yeah. See you. Oh, God. <laughs> Take two. That's <laughs> fine. I've just been there. How did you lose it? <laughs> the words. Okay, you forgot the words. Okay, okay I'll Google it. Google it. It's one of the most Googled searches. Are you sure that's water in that drinking bottle? Busy. A My lot goodness. of water. I have a lot of water, guys. It's been a long day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Three, two, three, two, one. See you, see you later, it's time to say goodbye. See you, see you later, we've really got to fly. See you, see you later, it's time for us to end. See you, see you later, I'll be back again. So long, see ya, in hora. Goodbye, my friend. Aww. Now we literally, like, contractually, we're not allowed to ask Susie any more questions. <laughs> no. She said, see you later. <laughs> That's it. End of she's left. Mic drop. She's out. <laughs> <laughs> Susie Cato. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. All this week, we've been trying to turn uh, Phil, who used to be a regular listener to our radio show on The Rock, uh, to a fan of The Edge in our show. Have a listen to what has taken place since Monday. Okay, Phil, so uh, we're going to try and spend the week flipping you over to an Edge listener. <laughs> He's got to aim high, please, bro, because I gave it a go, eh, bro? And that's funny. Oh, there we go. I'll just pull him down there. I'll just pull him down there. and. Uh, I'm listening, bro. It's hard. Oh, there we go. They'll pull him down again. Well, you're a big fan of the Warriors. Who would you say would be your favourite Warriors player of all time? Oh, is that old Monty B? <laughs> got Monty B. Oh, how are you, mate? If you come across, if you come across to the good side, I can get you two tickets to Mount Smart on the 5th of May to see the Tigers versus the Warriors, baby. Oh. <laughs> So we've been trying hard. We've yeah. been going to extreme lengths to flip Phil over to the edge. Phil, 
Haven't budged yet, day three. Nah, bro. No luck here, brothers. No luck. Not not that keen just yet. We haven't <laughs> turned him into a uh, grande latte, a, a fan of Ariana Grande. Has, hasn't nah, caught man. Bieber fever. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, brothers. <laughs> yet. Last night we had a big planning session, didn't we, Jono? We did, yeah. We, we came up with an idea we thought might work. Mm, this is pulling on your heartstrings, Phil. Oh, here we go. <laughs> okay. okay. Do you recognise this voice, Phil? Oh, my. This is Phil's lovely partner, Colleen. You know, she's already been trying to convince me to come in, mate. Well, we've got a bit of a proposal for you guys. Um, now, Colleen, we understand you're, you're a big fan of Pink. Um, yes. And she's coming to New Zealand this year. And uh, Phil, are you uh, part of the uh, official Pink fan club, the Pink Bits? <laughs> no, I don't, know if that's, I, I don't know if that's the official pa- fan club of Pink, John. <laughs> they rejected that proposal. But um, so what we want to propose for you guys is we're going to give a double pass to Colleen to go see Pink in New Zealand when she's here later this year. Colleen, you have won a double pass to Pink. <gasps> Just give me a Well... It's all on Phil. Now, well, Phil has to listen to the radio, the radio station, The Edge, tomorrow, from the breakfast show to our show, and then at 5 o'clock tomorrow night, we're going to ask him five questions about things that happen throughout the day. If he gets all five right, you get the tickets. Oh, come on, honey, it's my birthday on the 6th of September. <laughs> I want to ask this question before the T's and T's before we uh, roll through. T's and T's. Uh, listen, mate, we're not sending you to Guantanamo Bay. You're not a prisoner of war. All we're trying to do is give your partner pink tickets, and he's like, oh. And all we're asking you to do is listen to the radio station for a few hours. Ask you a couple so, of questions. Yeah, yeah. So I'll listen to the radio station from the morning to your follow show, and then at 5 o'clock you'll ask me um, five questions about what happened during the day, right? Great, yep. yep. But that still doesn't have to say that I'm a fan of the show. <laughs> 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 okay, he's got us there. Oh, shit, he's, I don't know why you're with him. He's so stubborn, colleague. <laughs> Here's the twist. Phil, the pressure is on you. If you don't get all five questions correct... The pink tickets go to the next caller on 0800 The Edge. Colleen loses the pink tickets. Yeah. Uh-huh, I'm, willing, I, I, I'm willing to play the game, but I'm not a fan. Just <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So we will talk to you both tomorrow. We'll, we'll have our quiz ready, and uh, you might be going to pink. Oh, man, you're you a tricky boy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have you in a Harry Styles T-shirt before the end of the week, Phil. John Ben and Sharon. The edge. Something we like to do on the show is a segment called Connect Four. Yeah, we try and connect four of you listening to the most famous people on the face of the earth. And today, Ben, we're finally going to do this one because I know that you have been wanting to do this one. <laughs> He's one of your, uh, what I call the holy three, the three wise men. <laughs> three wise men. Your three pinnacles. Uh, My three uh, people that I idolise. Well, I do idolise them, but you've decided these are the three people I idolise more than anyone else in the world. And more than Jesus himself. <laughs> oh, God, Kevin Hart, Will Smith. <laughs> And this man. If you smell what the rock is cooking. Please welcome Dwayne Johnson. The one, the only, Dwayne Johnson. Please welcome the rock. Yes, Dwayne Johnson, the rock. The amount of times where you're like, oh my God, have you seen what's on The Rock's Instagram? <laughs> he's he's so person. inspirational. He is. Like every day you're like, oh, here's what The Rock said to me <laughs> he's today. He's always be the hardest working man in the room. Mm. 
Like Dwayne, you just get lost in Dwayne I Johnson's do, Instagram. You get inspired by him. I don't know what inspiration you're pulling from because you have a body the exact opposite of the rock Dwayne Johnson. About the size of one of his like calf muscles. I like I like Dwayne Johnson. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to throw it out there. Oh eight hundred. The Edge is the phone number. Four people listening right now. Do you have a connection to the Rock? Have you met the Rock? Because um, he's got connections to New Zealand. There yes. was, he didn't he go to bloody school here? Primary he went to school. school. It was a Ponsonby. He went to Ponsonby. Um, yeah, he went. He lived here for a couple of years. Then he up. couldn't afford a house in Auckland, so he had to move, <laughs> had to, move to Los Angeles. <laughs> Become a movie star. I got to meet my hero once. Well, actually, my heroes, Kevin Hart and The Rock. This is where this love affair started. <laughs> <laughs> Were you worried in the movie, fighting the bad guys, that The Rock's arch nemesis, The Paper, was going to show up? Because, you know, you beat the scissors, but you don't beat the paper. Yeah. The jokes are so, they're so bad. <laughs> you meet your heroes. And you tell them that joke. Yeah, I thought it was, it was solid gold material, mate. No, it was solid gold material. <laughs> I think Je- we worked on that together. Yeah, I'm jealous I didn't come up with it. So, oh, out of the edge, uh, connections to The Rock. Have you met him? Have you seen him? You've got a story. Yeah, I know. So, Well, I know someone who used to work for Sky Television. Yeah. Okay, they used to, when people were still subscribing to Sky. <laughs> people still there hanging in there, mate. <laughs> it's like the phone books. <laughs> <laughs> Sky Television is quickly, quickly becoming like the white pages and the yellow pages phone books. Anyway. He uh, installed dishes, sky dishes. He was at just some some classic suburban house uh, in the middle of uh, just suburbia. Yeah, that's why it's a classic <laughs> suburban house. He's installing the sky uh, the sky decoder and whatnot. Turns around, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, walks through the hallway. No, he's like, huh? are you? He's like, yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> it was Dwayne Johnson. Wow, was he over here seeing family? It was his family that he was staying with. Now, this is just wandering around a house where you're putting a sky decoder in. Far out. That's yeah. a cool story. Can you beat that? Have you met The Rock? Have you seen him? Have you talked to him? We want to connect four of you listening right now. 0800 The Edge. And remember, everyone that calls the show this week gets on the air, goes in the draw for Fly Away Friday, which is return flights this week to Vietnam. And Lowe's on the phone. Hey, buddy, how are you? Good. You you have a connection to Dwayne The Rock Johnson? <laughs> yeah. My old boss, we were wearing Denny's in, uh, in Monaco City, and her daughter turned around and said, you know, I could have been laughing it up in Beverly Hills right now. And I said, what are you talking about? Mum went out with Dwayne The Rock, <laughs> and she didn't even know who he was. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and, and anyway, the mum comes back to the table. And uh, I turned around and I said, are you, are you actually shutting me? And she just said, what? And I said, you went out with Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, and you, you didn't even make the connection as to who the hell he was. And she said, trust you, Nicola, to tell the biggest mouth in the South. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So it was legit. Yeah, oh, it was truly legit. And um, so, so she dated The Rock. When he was yep. The Rock, like he was famous. When he was, like she didn't even know who he was, so he'd been already starring in movies and... Wow. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> now, can you tell us, did she smell what The Rock was cooking? <laughs> did he do any cooking for her? He was not at Denny's. He wasn't cooking at Denny's that night, was he? Well, <laughs> <laughs> apparently it wasn't just muscle fritters. He was the biggest star, you reckon? Muscle you know, fritters. Oh, he was just an amazing guy, but... You know, he was a lovely guy. Lovely guy. What did she? What, what was her? Uh, what was her? Uh, what was her feedback on the rock? Oh, she really liked him. She thought he was really lovely. You know. Look, I'll be honest with you. Today's my birthday. We've just finished seeing um, Rampage at the movies. Oh, with the star in the rock. There you go. And the guy is back to back, endless with his 
Oh, he's great. So, yeah. He's great. He's Huge. great. Couldn't and he's, you know, ex-Freeman's Bay boy. So. Yeah. Yep. What a guy. Echo. What a bloody guy. <laughs> Do more yeah. with your life, Jono. Tell you who is a great guy. <laughs> no, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Davina's on 0800 The Edge. You're trying to connect four people to The Rock. What have you got, Davina? Hi. Sorry, am I on? You, I, you're I, on. I go, yeah, go for it. Yeah. You're on the radio. Oh, yeah. Um, so, um, my mom used to date The Rock back in high school. Um, I feel jealous that my mum hasn't dated The Rock. <laughs> Everyone's mum seems to have dated The Rock. Being as yeah. Jenny Boyce dated The Rock? <laughs> Not that she said. Maybe that's why I love him uh, so it was, much, though. It was, it was for a couple of, of couple of months until they, um, she, she went back to the islands and then he did his thing and they lost contact with each other. But back then in, like, the 80s, they couldn't really, like, you know, long-distance relationships. So it was really, really hard. But, yeah, to this day, my mom's like, you know, we joke around, we laugh a lot. We always mock my mom and we always say, man, you know, why don't you just stay with him? We could have been living it up. <laughs> oh my God, your, your mum dated the wrong Wow. Yeah, but this was way before he was famous, way before, I mean, you know, like my, they were, they were close family friends. He was just the pebble back then. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. incredible. Incredible. Mm, yeah. So do yeah. you watch his movies now and go, oh, jeez, that could have nah. been... <laughs> oh, you don't watch his nah, movies? Yeah, no, nah, I don't. I don't. We just, we, we have inside jokes that we tease my mom and all, you know, and we mock her about it. And we know how famous she is and everything, but we're not really into that. I'm not into that, so... It's <laughs> oh, good on you, Davina. That is a great call. Good on you. Yeah. Well okay. done. Well done. There we go. And that's the connect. We could only connect two people to the rock today, Ben. It's not a failure, though. No. Those were great stories about how a couple of mums banged the rock back in the day. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.